Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast which chronicles my best friend's discovery of some of the most popular songs and artists which impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I missed all the music. If you're a new listener, we'd like to take a moment to introduce you to the format of our podcast. I'll choose an artist and quiz Rachel about her knowledge of that artist. And then I will have some homework and listen to artists for the entire week on our Spotify playlist. Right. After that week's over, we'll come back, talk about the artist and the music. And I get to give a rating of how much I will want to listen to it again. That's right. But before we talk about the artist for this week, Rachel, I want to ask you, I know you play the piano, Mm -hmm. but if you could magically gain the skill of another instrument without having to practice, what instrument would you want to be able to play? I would say the violin. Did you know that I played the violin growing up? (laughs) Don't you have one underneath your guest bed? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. (laughs) Maybe I will learn and I will let you teach me. Oh, because violin is so easy to learn. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, you know a lot of instruments. I know two. No, you know a lot. You're being (laughs) modest. Uh, Uh, The auto harp does not count. You you, just hold down buttons. But still, you have a beautiful voice and that is an instrument. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So what other instruments would you want to learn? Actually, I'm jealous of your piano playing abilities. I've always... What? I took piano lessons as a kid for like two months, and I can read music, but I can't play. And yeah. I love the piano. A lot of my favorite musicians are pianists, and I'd love to be able to play their songs and not just songs on the guitar. Yeah. I never knew that. Now you know. And we've been, like, best friends for, like, over a decade. Maybe you can give me piano lessons, and I'll give you violin lessons. There we go. Make a lot of noise. (laughs) I don't know if it would be pretty noise, but (laughs) it'll be fun. (laughs) So the piano is actually related to the artist of our (gasps) big reveal today. I'm kind of excited because I love the piano. So maybe I know this artist, or maybe I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know a lot of music, though. I know. (laughs) But every week, you know one more musician than you did the week before. So are you ready to um, see who the artist is going to be this week? I'm so excited. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do the drum roll. It's Stevie Wonder. Yay! I like Stevie Wonder. I really do. Um, You do? Like, you know his music? You like him? Doesn't he sing My Girl? No. Oh. And I don't know who he is. (laughs) Wait, why do I think he sings My Girl? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. He's blind. He is blind. But that's not, that's, it's a good thing. Well, I guess it he ex- heightened his yeah, it ex- hearing and just, musical abilities, yeah. maybe. You're right. I'm excited. I don't think I know too many songs. I don't think I know anything. Apart from the fact that he's blind, uh huh. can you name any of his songs? Can you name anything about him? Do you know... Yes, I do know he plays the piano. Yes, I do know he likes to wear shades. Um, I think he was at... He does Christmas music? No. Mm, Not to my knowledge. Okay, so this is what I know of Stevie Wonder when I hear about him. Um, There was the lighting of the Christmas tree um, downtown New York City in Rockefeller Center. And so when I was growing up, I lived outside of New York City. And so we went to go see the lighting of the um, Christmas tree. And I think he was there. Oh, and he that's was playing, kind of fun. He was playing the piano, and but I don't know what he played beyond Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this week I'm going to introduce you to a lot of 
non-Christmas <laughs> Stevie Wonder songs. I'm going to list a couple, and you can just tell me, yes, you've heard of it before, or no, pass. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. Yes. Wait a second. That's him? Yeah. I thought other people, like the, not Destiny's Child. <laughs> no, that's Beyonce. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm trying to figure out what I'm talking about. No, don't those, the Temptations. I think it's, you might be mixing up the Temptations, because they did My Girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. But let's stick with Stevie Wonder. So, Signed, sealed, delivered. Um, superstition. Pass. For once in my life. For once in my life. I know a little couple of those songs because they were in, um, that song was in like a movie or something like that. And I know mm-hmm. songs from movies. So yes, I do know that one. Okay. Isn't she lovely? Oh, isn't, I think we did that song when my daughter was born. There is actually a baby cry at the beginning of that song because it's about Stevie Wonder's daughter. So. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh, and then I just called to say I love you. I feel like I should know that one. You might know the chorus when you hear it. Maybe from a movie or something. Probably. Yeah. So um, Stevie Wonder has been around since the 60s, been making music. He is a huge name in the R&B category, soul, funk, bringing in lots of different influences. And uh, he even recorded a song with Paul McCartney of the Beatles, which, as you know, is my favorite. And so that's on the playlist, too, just because fun. I like it. <laughs> so... I would like you to rate your familiarity with Stevie Wonder. One being you've never heard the name before, no concept of music at all, and ten being he's your favorite. I would say he's kind of in the middle. Um, I know who he is, and I like his music that I know of now that he doesn't sing My Girl. Uh, (laughs) So which songs do you like again? uh, Okay. So maybe he's like a four. Yeah. That sounds okay. Sounds like okay. Awesome. So (laughs) I hope you have a great week listening to Stevie Wonder. Maybe you could learn some of his songs on the piano. That would be fun. So, Rachel, I'll see you in a week, and audience will see you in just a moment. Sounds great. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Rachel, you spent the last week listening to Stevie Wonder. I had a lot of fun this past week. Tell Um, me about it. I think I just like the smoothness to it. Mm -hmm. It just felt comforting. Okay. Um, I felt like there was an upbeat to it where it encouraged me. It made me smile throughout each day, and it wanted me to listen to more songs by him. And then also just I liked the lyrics, and so I really had a fun week. I'm glad to hear that. And I agree. He has a great voice and his music is very positive and very uplifting and it makes you feel good when you listen to it. Let's start by just talking about, were there any songs that you didn't like? Honestly, I tried to find one and I couldn't. Even uh, even Ebony and Ivory? I liked it because I liked the beat. I liked um, the lyrics to it. I liked um, how the lyrics questioned, um, gave questions in my head for it. And um, I honestly... in your head? Yeah, questions. I was like, what is this lyric trying to say of the integration of... Um, Between the black keys yeah, and the white and keys. Yeah, and the white keys. Okay. And just like wondering his life experiences and what um, spurred on to those lyrics. And so yeah. just, those are good questions of wanting to understand 
him as um, the writer of the song, but also him as the performer of the song, where that performance is just, he does a great deliverance of that song. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. Did you have any that were your favorites that you kind of went back to over and over again? I think Isn't She Lovely. That one just, that one honestly makes me want to re-dance at my wedding and have that one song just part of one of the picks. Even though it is about a baby. It's, I mean, yeah. so I don't know if you caught but I would, this. Yeah, but I would still play it on my wedding because it's such a sweet song. It is a sweet song. And he has lots of great love songs. He does. I'm glad you brought up Isn't She Lovely because it was written for his daughter, um, Aisha. But what's great about it is that now she's a grown woman and she sings backup vocals with him on tour and, like, sings that song. So it's, that like, a so really sweet. special that connection. That is special. I like that he has a good relationship with his kids. That's good. How many kids does he have? I believe nine. <whistles> but Google can confirm it. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about his background. He started performing at age 11, but... 11? Yeah, and was blind pretty much since birth. So, he, but he grew up playing a variety of instruments from a really young age and was really able to, like, develop his musical talent. He's, like, a virtuoso, literally. Every, on almost every album and every song, he plays every instrument that you hear. So it's not just that he plays piano. He plays harmonica. He plays the bass. He plays the drums. He's wow. singing. You didn't know you didn't know that when I you didn't were... know he could do so many instruments. I knew he did the piano. Yeah. Um in that part. I just didn't know he was that musically talented. Yeah, he's um, gifted. Very gifted. Mm-hmm. Originally, because he started at such a young age, he was called Little Stevie Wonder. And his first number one hit under that title was when he was thirteen years old. So he's the youngest artist to ever top the charts. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Wow. I thought I thought there were some artists that we've previously looked at, and I was, like, thinking... They're pretty young. Wow. <laughs> bebop kind of people. I was like, they were really young, but now 13? Stevie. Props yeah. to you. Woo-woo. And after his voice changed, the mo- the label was, like, considering dropping him, but that's when they came out with the song Uptight, Everything's Alright. That's the earliest number one as an adult, and that's what cemented him as staying, like, as an adult entertainer and like continuing writing songs and being involved in like the Motown music industry. So let's take a pause on that song. Okay. Um, I particularly like that song a lot. I do too. I like how it just, it got my feet moving mm-hmm. and um, I broke my ankle last year. And yeah. so I was so thankful that I could dance. I was <laughs> like, yes, I can dance and I can dance to Stevie Wonder. And I can recognize that this song is actually Stevie Wonder. Cause I won't lie to you after this week, before this week, I didn't know that it was Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Nor have I ever actually heard the song. Well, I have to confess <laughs> when I was compiling this list weeks and weeks ago, doing the research for the show that, you know, I was reading up about Stevie Wonder and finding like, oh, no, his number ones and putting them on the list. And I found myself going, oh, that's him too. And I even found myself listening to a song on the radio and thinking, this sounds like Stevie Wonder. Let me Shazam it. And then it would be. And I hadn't <laughs> known before. So I learned a lot too during the, the research. That's fun. But what's great is like he's been around continually making music since the 60s. He has 25 Grammys and a Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> from that he also has an oscar and an emmy so if somebody could just make a broadway show about him then he'd have like the tony he'd have everything (laughs) you know like he's across the board Mm -hmm. 
Seriously, they should really consider that. Yeah, maybe we could write a Stevie Wonder (laughs) musical, go on Broadway. I have seen Mamma Mia. Yeah. And that one's a cute um, one with... um... With ABBA songs. Yes, that's... But that's what's cool. Lots of bands do. Lots of bands' music gets turned into musicals like that. So it could still be done. He could. He could. He got one more neat award that he got. Is he's also received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Obama. Really? Yeah. About more than thirty mus- American musicians have received this award from a president. Okay. But um, President Obama said Stevie Wonder quote is one of the world's most gifted singer songwriters. And so he has our nation's highest honor that you can give to a civilian. Very cool. Yeah. What are some of the uh, questions that you had about Stevie? I love that he had his songs are very love songs ish. Mm-hmm. Kind of curious about his background, okay. of just his personal life, of what influenced his life. He's married, got he, kids. He, he was married twice. Okay. Yeah, and he has kids. So I think a lot of those love songs are going to be about, you know, the the women and the different women in his life that he's loved or, you know, he wants to write it. He's I read in one of the interviews that he wants every one of his children to have a song, you know, for them. So he has songs for his gift. different kids. Yeah, Aww, that is sweet. But they're not all love songs. True. Uh, I think there are two specific songs. City one. Living about, for the city. Yeah, living for the city. I know we talked a little bit about Ebony and Ivory with the black and white keys, mm-hmm. but... That one's just, not very subtle. <laughs> no, but some of the history part in some of his lyrics. I really yeah. like how he grabs culture and history and integration of what's going on around him and puts music and beat to it. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit more about that. Growing up, you know, as an African-American in the 60s, he's seen a lot uh, in our nation's history, you know, through the civil rights movement, through all the different changes and tensions that have happened in our country. One of his biggest accomplishments was actually successfully lobbying for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to have the holiday. He was one of the people that was like putting pressure on that movement to get that holiday, which eventually Ronald Reagan um, created. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he experienced racism firsthand. Mm -hmm. He was on a tour uh, with like a, a group of musicians where they could play was limited by segregation. You know, um, their bus was shot at in Alabama. Mm. So that he not only sings about the lyrics of the history of it, but he's been a part of it. That's, exactly. He makes it very personal. Exactly. And that was one of the things I really enjoyed about him. That mm-hmm. You could feel his heart. He's very, he's very heartfelt in his lyrics and somehow even in the notes that he chooses his music. I just really liked him as an artist. Yeah, really expressive. Living for the City is one of those songs that is about like institutionalized racism in our country. That song came out in 1973, so in a big heated, you know, time, and the song includes like literal sounds of the city sirens and voices and and things to get that feel. But one of the lyrics in here is um Another thing that you might have noticed is more like spiritual mm-hmm. song inspirations. Did you um, look at the lyrics of Higher Ground? I did. Uh, her brother's smart. He's got more sense than many. Uh, to find a job is like a haystack needle because where he lives, they don't use colored people. Mm. You know, like, so 
obviously some of the some of the songs may not be like explicitly about that, but this song particularly is him like singing about these people that are like working so hard and they're being like judged by how they look, but they're just doing the best they can in this really like negative, difficult situation. Yeah. Most of the notes that I took away from that song was just more of like I really liked his music part. Okay. Um, I did like his lyrics and where the spiritual um, part aspect was. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit more about that. So that song is kind of about reincarnation, but also kind of about having a second chance at life. And what's amazing is right before, right after he recorded the song, he ha- was in a really terrible accident. And was in a coma for days. Car accident? Yeah, yeah. Ah. And he, it was nearly fatal. He was in a coma. He permanently lost his sense of smell in that accident. Wow. Lost his sense of smell. Mm -hmm. Permanently. Yeah, and taste temporarily. Okay, so we're talking about higher ground. (laughs) Um, And what's amazing is they took this song and they played it into his ear while he was in the coma. And his fingers were tapping to the beat of that song. I just got chills <laughs> all over crazy? my body. That is so crazy. So he had a coma. Yeah. So he has a lot of like, you know, these spiritual ideals or songs about love and peace, you know, and people working together. And I think that that comes out in the way he just talks and sings and the message that he wants to get across because he, you know, this song, which he wrote before has now this extra meaning because it's his life. He's getting a second chance. Like, wow. So I wanted to tell you that story. What year was his car accident? 1973. Okay. So it was back in the seventies. Yeah. Um, and he's still producing music now and, um, still in concert now. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, Wow. What a recovery. To be able to go back to the life that he previously had. What a real second chance. Mm-hmm. And for him to really grasp that, that's that's props to you, Stevie, for many reasons now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, his music has just inspired so many really? musicians. Yeah, there were so many. I'm not even going to try to list them all. But because his music, you know, incorporates pop, funk, jazz, like, you know, he was inspired by jazz artists like Duke Ellington and blues, like people like Ray Charles, like those were his inspirations. Don't know either of those names. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to those guys eventually. Maybe Ray Charles. No. <laughs> I think I know someone whose name is Ray and he's a friend with a guy named Charles. Okay. That's the different no. Anyways. The point is that jazz, pop, funk, R and B artists now who are pop stars, R and B stars, hip hop stars. People like Michael Jackson, Prince, Alicia Keys, John Legend. I mean, like, you could go on and on and on with the people that have said that Stevie Wonder was an influence on their music today. He's, continu- he's like, continually impacting even music that's coming out now. So he's one of the most, like, important musicians in that regard and in terms of his influence. I can't believe I did not know who Stevie Wonder is. No, you knew who he was. To this capacity until (laughs) this week. (laughs) But what's crazy is that... I really did miss a lot. (laughs) You you did. You you did miss a lot. And, you know, unfortunately, even that little hour of music that I gave you doesn't cover 
even close to some of his albums, you know, that are complete works of art or, you know, even, I mean, there are a lot of songs I didn't know. So little check again, Stevie Wonder also covered My Girl. So (laughs) the song, My Girl. You were correct in that. Whenever you guess, I want to give you props. I don't always know the covers, but he did cover that. And he also did do a Christmas album. So if you would like to listen to that in a few months. I do. So I think we w- I want to get to the rating part because I'm really excited about this. Okay, well, let's talk about the rating. One being you want to throw it in the trash. Ten being you want to buy that music, raise your daughter on it, make sure you get all this Stevie Wonder that you can. So I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, good. So, and the world. You know, yes, the, yes. The audience. Uh, my podcast audience. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so at the beginning of our conversation here, as we took a break, I had a number in mind. Okay. But after chatting with you, some light bulbs really came on of just where his, what a gift to give to his kids. Hmm. What a gift to give to himself of just the realization of the second chance and just some of the things of the impact, you know, Mm -hmm. I think my numbers changed even after our conversation. I think I'm going to go for a 10. A 10. Yeah. (laughs) High five. I want to go get more of his music. Great. Um, I love how I had just a wonderful week of just enjoyment and smiling because of Stevie Wonder. I like the dancing I enjoyed and the second chance I have because this summer I get to dance with my ankles that were broken. This is your, so our show is all about your second chance of listening to music that you somehow missed for most of your life. And now (laughs) you have a second chance to experience all the beautiful musical creations that we, the rest of us, have been enjoying for a while. Stevie I'm like, like cry I am that. almost. It's just <laughs> well, it's just that I feel like Stevie's now on a one name first name basis with me now. I just really liked his music. I had a really a lot of fun this week. I'm this so was glad. a lot of fun. Thank you, Allison. You're so welcome. I'm excited about this week. Um, I think Stevie just energized me, encouraged me to move forward. So I'm excited about the future weeks. I have no idea what Allison's gonna give me. She- <laughs> So I'm excited about that, and I hope you guys can join in with the conversation via our social media avenues, like Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, and um, yeah. And on Spotify, if you search for Spotify colon user colon music she missed, you can listen to my playlists. Uh, Feel free to tweet at us, make suggestions for other songs Rachel should listen to, and artists you'd like to see us do in the future. We love you, and tune in next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.